This week on Jesus Center Stage, we're back after a week off. We talk about where we was at and just what to do when your faith is tested. All right, so we missed a week last week. We did. And now we're sitting here and you're wiping your nose and (laughs) (laughs) we look like we're... Wore out it's and been a rough sick week, yeah. and yeah, so um, you know we did we missed a week last week and uh, it was the first time since we started this back in January of 2021 uh, that that we missed a week but you know things happen and we was super busy um, and we've had I'm gonna say sickness but not not COVID or nothing like that but we've had uh, things going on that just kind of the the times that we had free that we normally uh, set aside for the podcast last week um, we were both down with something um, and so we put it off to the next day and to the next day and finally we just said okay we're going to take this week off and uh, pick back up next week so here we are and uh, we're still not a hundred and it's very aggravating would you would you agree? I guess I'm over it. Yeah, I'm very much over it. Our our listeners that listen uh, often can probably tell from your voice that you're not uh, uh, very chipper. Somebody said today that I looked droopy. Droopy? Yes. Do you ever see the cartoon Droopy? No. Oh, it was so awesome. As much as you like cartoons now, you should make you a note over there to go watch Droopy. Would it make me feel better like Tom and Jerry does? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It's making me feel better right now just thinking about it. Okay. I yeah. have to, now I have I ha- to watch it. I haven't seen Droopy in, in 20 plus years, so I might watch it again and think, oh, this ain't really that good. But I highly doubt it. I think it's <laughs> it's going to be really good. Um, yeah, so been busy and, um, you know, with work and stuff and then, and then health stuff, but... Uh, and a short week of school. A short week of school for you. So just not meaning things. a short week. There's not as much to do, but a short week as in there's less time to get it done. Yeah, yeah. And if I remember correctly, on our last podcast, we talked about um, that we had something coming up at our church where we was going to be going out in the neighborhood. And I said, well, maybe we'll have you know some stories from that or something. And we don't have no major stories, but it it was an enjoyable it was experience. Probably um, the best. At least, mm, I'm thinking of one. Okay, top three, one one of three, top three of that sort of thing, like going door to door, sort of thing yeah. that I've ever been a part of. It was it was great. Yeah, it was, and the best thing for me was that we had we we drew the flat route, all the roads. <laughs> there was zero hills. Did you notice that? Like, yeah, no hills it was, whatsoever. It was a flat neighborhood. <laughs> it really was. Uh, it but, was. It was the whole thing was very well organized, and we had maps, which I'm always going to say is like the best thing ever. And I think there was there were five teams that went out. I think so. So I think we covered what over a hundred houses, well over a hundred houses. Yeah, well. Over, probably more like two over two over 200 probably yeah because everybody had 
at least twenty five. Yeah. I think the le- I think the least yeah. amount was like twenty nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, we had like thirty something, and a couple mm-hmm. people had in the forties. So, yeah. yeah, but it was it was enjoyable, and we just went from door to door, uh, delivering uh, little bags that had goodies in them, um, coffee mugs, t shirts, keychains, um, key and it it had a note in there uh just uh letting the neighborhood know that the church was there if they needed anything or wanted to come visit and that um jesus jesus is savior um so it was it was enjoyable and uh we didn't cover the whole area i think he said there's 500 and something houses in that block and we covered i'm not sure yeah we we covered Maybe half of them, maybe not half. We covered all that he had marked, though. Yes, yes. Like we we got mm-hmm. to, we got to all of the ones that were that were designated for the day. Yeah, so and, that was really and cool. The exciting thing for me was that, um, of course, there was links uh, in in you know, on the uh, keychains and stuff to the church. But someone went on the church uh, Facebook page and and just said that they got their bag mm-hmm. and loved it. And was going to bring their family to visit the church. So you think, well, you put out 200 and one, you know, replied. But that's exciting. Mm-hmm. If, if I could do that every week, yes. I would do that every week. Yes. And uh, but but I do. You know, I wondered this past week we had quite a few visitors uh, at church. And there was a couple of families there that I'd never seen before. And, and they almost appeared like they didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wondered if they was from the, the neighborhood. Um, yeah, so that was exciting. And knowing... God has a way of honoring those things, though. Even if it wasn't the same people that we put little gifts on their doorstep. Mm-hmm. Because we went out and made that effort. Yeah. Like, because we went out and, and tried. It may not be those same exact people, but he has a way of sending mm-hmm. people Yes. Whether it's the ones that we actually encountered or not, that's right. Yeah, it's it's like we're we're giving out bags and and invitations and you know all the things that were there, but at the same time, as you said, God honors that that they might have been a house two blocks over that didn't get a bag, but God said, "Okay, I'm gonna put a bag over there," and you know a hypothetical bag. That's going to draw that family to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always, it's always exciting. Uh, and, you know, not that long ago, we were the new people walking into the church. So yes. it's always exciting because we see how it's affected us and to see someone else come in and think maybe they'll be affa- be affected right. by the church, but especially by the gospel, uh, the way that, that it's affected us and, uh, and grow the kingdom. I mean, that's, that's the, the, the commission that we're given is, of course, to repent, to trust in Jesus, and to live our lives for Him, but not to just do that and set. You know, the Bible says that if we're, you know, faithful in a little, then then more be added. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not just I'm happy with my faith and my Savior, but I want other people to know right. that they have a Savior too. And uh, yeah, so that's it's exciting. To see that kind of stuff, and and look forward to the next next time to go and cover the other areas in the neighborhood. Maybe and we'll still get the flat yeah. section. The other thing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want another flat section, please. Um, the other thing that was very exciting is just this week, um, 
we have gotten word from two people that said they've listened to our podcast that that we did not know um, that they listened. And that's that's exciting news to to me. I think me. it's been three. Is it three? I think I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, someone someone said that they heard that we had a new church and uh so we know they was listening. Um <laughs> and then and then a lady that we uh had time to talk with a little bit this past Sunday said that she's been listening to both this podcast and Audaciously Unpopular. And has enjoyed it. Somebody else who said that they listen to our podcast regularly when they couldn't go to church. Oh, that's right. So. I forgot about it. someone not not in our neighborhood. Yes, <laughs> like a good a good ways away from us. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's exciting uh, to to know because as we just talking about people coming into church to hear to hear people that you think well they probably wouldn't listen. You know they they're yeah. they're probably not you know sitting and listening to a podcast. And then hear them say that they've not only listened, but they regularly they, they comment yeah. about things that were said, and and um, y- you know, so that that was exciting um, to me, and uh, that that there's people out there that you wouldn't expect. So who else is out there? But uh, I said all that to say, if you're listening and you hear us talking about our church. Uh, or you hear us, uh, you know, talking about going out in the neighborhoods and how exciting it is for someone to come visit, or or those things, and you say, "Hey, I'm I might want to go visit," then let us know. Yes. Let us know. We'd be happy to get you the information. And even if you're if you're far off, I know we have a lot of listeners overseas, um, but we're we're on YouTube, or, or I should say, our church. The church goes live on YouTube. They go live on Facebook, and then I believe around. Uh, Easter, they're hoping to have the uh, Roku and uh, I Apple 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 TV uh, channels. Uh, so yeah, if you're There's lots of options, no matter where yeah, you are. Exactly. So if you're off in another country or in another state, uh, still you can you can still check out um, what's going on there at the church. So uh, feel free, reach out. We'll be happy, happy, happy. To share everything that we can yes, with you. Yes, you can, again, we've said this before, but in case you've forgotten, you can uh, message us on Facebook if you just search Jesus Center Stage, or you can email us at JesusCenterStage at gmail.com. Yes. So today, you know, we're kind of thinking, what are we going to talk about here and, and what's what's going on? And of course, there's big things going on in the world right now. There's a, there's a war happening that's that's really captivated a lot of the uh you know the world what's going on and to be honest neither one of us know enough about it to have a intelligent conversation uh i just know that we need to be praying because there's there's people of god on both sides of that war and there's innocent people whether they're believers or not there's innocent people on both sides of that war that are going to suffer and um, so we know that we need to be in prayer for that, but uh, we're not going to dig into that topic because, like I said, we don't know, we don't know, we don't follow the news that closely. Um, but what I do know, and 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 what is fresh on on our minds and in our lives right now, is is our faith. And as I told you before we came in here, I want to talk about faith, and I want to talk about your faith. And I guess maybe this will be my my opportunity to interview you. 
Are you ready? <laughs> I hope so. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> says I'm th- supposed to be ready to give an answer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, look at you hop in there right away. No, but the Bible tells us stuff that, like, without faith, it is impossible to please God, and it talks about the faith of Abraham and 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 how God recognizes faith and how faith is 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 a place to draw strength from and a and a place to to seek refuge in and there's just faith i mean how, what more can i say about faith you can go on and on and on of how important our faith is and of course faith is 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 trusting in those things that we can't see but you know that's uh, we we have hope in it we have our faith in it and you know i could just go on here but where I'm, I'm headed in to start this interview with you is that we know that faith's important. We know that that that's what is the foundation of our, you know, our belief is faith in those things that we haven't seen. But then there's times when our faith is tested. And many people automatically is going to say, yes, the devil will come right in and, and test your faith. And yeah, he can. But oftentimes the Lord allows our faith to be tested so that we can grow and so that we can, you know, be strengthened in our faith. Um, but our faith is tested oftentimes by trials. And I was I was just thinking about you um, this evening as I was headed home and and how how faith has to play a role in your life at this moment. Um, we've talked on, on the podcast before about searching for surgeons, um, and, and, you know, for your, your health issues concerning your spine. And we've went to three, three, three surgeons and actually, and and almost, I was going to say kind of four because one of the surgeons contacted another surgeon. Um, and they both said, nope. Yeah. And, and then so I we're guess going, the fifth one. Yeah. So we're going this week to another one. And um, so it's an ongoing process. But in the process of, of all this, um, and I'm going back now to we missed a podcast last week. Um, it, it's been a struggle. It's mm-hmm. been a struggle. Um, you're, you're in pain. There's each and every day offers a new um, challenge. And... It would be at those times when it's day after day after day, and I'm I'm here with you, and I in this I mean we're going to be kind of personal I guess here, but I'm here with you every day, and I see not only is it affecting you in your in in a pain in your body, but it does it has an effect on you in your mental status, in your emotional okay. status, and in your faith status, and uh, you know I we have a listener that has a um that has a loved one a family member that is is just clinging to life by a thread um right now and and if they're listening i you know i think about them during this time too um and and the person that is that is you know approaching the end of life is a is a believer is a woman of god uh but the family around is also struggling and it's in those times like that that our faith is really put to the test. And um, 
and I've talked, I've done all this talking. I'd be a terrible interviewer because I've done all the talking. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, I'm, I'm over here just like, <laughs> is he ever going to ask me something? <laughs> no, but in those times that, I mean, let's just, let's just say two weeks. You go two weeks and, and every day there's a pain that keeps you from doing something you're wanting to do. There's, there's a hurt that you can't do something as, you know, as well as you wanted to do it. And there has to be times when our faith, when your faith is, is put to that test where you're saying, God, have I done something wrong? Or God, why am, is this a problem? Or the, the other hundred questions that we can sometimes question God because because you know he can do something about it yeah exactly you you, you've known him long enough to know that he is capable Mm -hmm. and so the I think that's the hardest test of faith is knowing you know that he's capable of it but for some reason he's not doing it the way that you think he should or the way that you're expecting and I think that's the hardest test of faith. It's not, I don't think we're, we're so much tested in faith as, well, I'm not sure if he can. I'm not sure if he can accomplish this. I'm not sure if this is in his power to do. I don't, I don't feel like we struggle with that part of faith hardly at all. Yeah. But when we know that he can and for some reason that he doesn't, that's, that's when it's like, okay, well, then Why? You know, what, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And for me, one of, the, one of the things that helps me is to just talk to him about it. Just, just to, you know, on my way to work one morning or on my way home because I'm coming home early because I can't handle it anymore. And just talking to him and saying, you know, I don't, I can't do this. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening next. Um. And just being real and just being honest with him. And, you know, sometimes he doesn't, well, I'm going to say most of the time, it's not like he's going to lay out his playbook for me and tell me exactly what's happening. But there's something about just talking to him about it that brings comfort. Because you know, even if you don't understand what he's doing, you know he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you spend that time with him and you spend that time in, in just talking to him and being in his presence, there's something about being there with him that reminds you of all the other times that he's brought you through. And yeah. and it's kind of that thing of encouraging yourself in the Lord, which I've heard a lot of people talk about as this little, you know, like, like well, you just have to encourage yourself in the Lord, but like, they don't really tell you how. Yeah. And I think it's it's just talking to him and spending time in his presence. And I know that might sound cliche or simple, but in in whatever test or whatever faith issue you have, if if you'll just get with him, if you'll just get with him about it, and and he's he's not going to show you everything that he's up to because frankly, it's none of your business. Yeah, and it would and, not take faith if you if you've seen exactly what the future held then you wouldn't need faith No. then at that point. No, and, and you wouldn't have to trust them because you knew what was happening already. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, just, if you just spend time with him, you're, it's not going to fix everything. On your, like, you're not going to feel like things are fixed yeah. because the situation might stay the same. But 
just just being that open with him and being honest with him and letting him know, hey, I'm struggling with this because I know you can. So there must be something else going on. And and I think it all comes back to where what he's going to get the most glory out of. And sometimes we don't see that right away. But in in time in his presence, he kind of he kind of shows us that and it's a little easier to see things of what he might be up to yeah. because it gets our it gets the attention off of ourselves. A lot of times mm-hmm. if we're if we're dealing with with a trial of any sort whether it's sickness or or physical challenges or family challenges or losing somebody we love any of those things we tend to to self-center and try to hold ourselves together and everything and when we spend time with him it kind of shifts that into okay what is he up to and how does he want to use me to glorify him in this situation how does he want to show himself off to somebody else. Yeah. So what what am I missing? Mm-hmm. And knowing that we we may never see the answer. No. And, and you know we I was just thinking of of Abraham who is referred to as the father of faith. But you look at the promises that were made to Abraham and you know we're we're going through our uh Bible in a year plan right now. We're into the the later chapters in uh, the book of Numbers. And I don't know how many years that has been since Abraham was given the promise from God. But I know Israel was in Egypt for 400 years. Mm-hmm. And before that, I don't know how many years went by. But I think Terry Lee said something like 2,500 the other day. Okay. On our but yeah, many, many years. So Abraham is... I'm is, not sure about that. I just yeah. have that number in my head for some reason. He, he's long gone. And his sons, son, and, well, I guess you could say sons, but Isaac yeah. and Ishmael are long gone. And now Jacob's gone, and and even Jacob's sons are gone. And we're all these years later, and they still haven't made it to the promised land. They just now sent out the spies, you know, in our mm-hmm. Bible study. Uh, so, you know, sometimes and we don't. And it wasn't really that far away. Oh no! <laughs> didn't no. she say it was like eleven miles? Yeah. Well, she said from? that she. I don't. I didn't remember that, but I know that she did say that Moses probably expected about a two-week trip. Yeah, I yeah. think for some reason I think she said eleven miles. Yeah. So. But I might um, just have random numbers in my head <laughs> at this point. Y'all don't trust me. Yeah. But you know, we we see that, and and the the faith is is oftentimes never seen by that that particular person mm-hmm. uh well i shouldn't say the faith the the outcome right. isn't seen, the result of it yeah of, of the faith but you know i think a, a lot of the struggle and i think this is important to be talked about is that so much is taught now in the church that there is a that you're not going to get sick or if you have enough faith you will be healed or there's not going to be pain, or there's not going to be family troubles, or, you know, there's not going to be any turmoil whatsoever. Whether and they're it be talking about here, not in heaven. Yes. <laughs> and and so, you know, so much of that is taught. So then when that stuff happens, if if that is the way you had been brought up, and, and the way that you currently believed that 
that if I have just have faith, nothing is going to be bad. I'm always going to get healed and all those things. At this moment in time, you would be losing your faith because I've for two there weeks, different... there's not been a day in the last two weeks that you did not have uh, a terrible headache, a terrible backache, your leg hurting, mm-hmm. something that caused you, like you said, to have to come home early, to go to bed early, to to get know, up late. Yeah, to get up late. So, so much, if if you just thought, well, you know, nothing can go wrong as long as I'm in the faith, then you would be, be (laughs) and that's why it's so important that we, we talk about these things and, and try to, to change that culture back to scripture, because scripture says, if they hated you, they're going, I mean, if they hated me, they're going to hate you, Jesus speaking, if it, you're going to suffer many things for my sake. There's there's a lot of things that are going to happen that are not going to be good, including look, sickness look, and pain. Look at the Apostle Paul and all of the things that he yeah. listed that he mm-hmm. went through. And like who who better to look at as someone who served God and made a huge impact on the kingdom. Yeah. But yet he was shipwrecked, what, three times and beaten and stoned and left for dead. Possibly even died once. Yes. So like all of those things, th- those were physical assaults. Yeah. Like he his life was in jeopardy and he ended up without a head. Mm-hmm. So all it like he to me, he's my like my favorite biblical example to counteract that if you have enough faith. Yeah, so you're saying <laughs> the he apostle takes away Paul every argument you <laughs> yes. can have. Because if you if you say you ha- if you have enough faith and nothing ever goes wrong, then you're saying the apostle Paul did not have enough faith. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, who are you to say that? Exactly. <laughs> like like exactly. we've just went to a whole new podcast topic there. <laughs> but if if you if you have that mindset, and I've dealt with that in my life, of because I've been told, like, you just have to believe. God can heal your back. You just have to believe. Yeah. Well, I do believe he can. But what if he wants to bring the gospel to a nurse in a hospital somewhere, and that's why I'm ha- looking at surgery? You, like, just, you ain't going to go there on your own. Exactly. I'm not going to just, like, volunteer yeah. for this. Like, there's going to have to be a reason. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I know that he can, and I've struggled with that. Not not really recently because I've come to the conclusion that he has another thing going on. Like he's had plenty of time if he wanted to fix this just with a snap of a finger. Yeah. But I've I've struggled with that because people say that. And mm-hmm. and I'm not like I don't think they mean to cause hurt and I don't think they're trying to make your faith go down. I think they're trying yeah. to build your faith, but, but they don't realize but they don't realize that that saying that to you, if you just have enough faith, then God will heal you. Or if you just have enough faith, then God will fix it. Or pray through. If you, Oh, yes. <laughs> if you pray through. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then it, it puts the responsibility on you as an individual that your whole life rests on your ability to believe. Your, your faith, your well-being your walk with christ everything about you mentally physically spiritually emotionally rests on you yeah and if that is your hope it is miserable if that's your hope you have none yes it is miserable because we not we can't even have faith without him Mm -hmm. like we can't even worship him or have faith in him without him helping us yeah so i like we're that pathetic by ourselves 
So when you when you want to encourage somebody, encourage them that the Lord has enough strength and faith to uphold them throughout whatever they're going through until he brings them all the way through however he wants to do it. But the, the, telling them that they just need to have more faith is is not that's not helpful. <laughs> it's just not no, helpful. It, it's not. And like I said it in I think in the long run it ends up pushing people away. Well, you you almost are saying to have faith in yourself, like have faith in your faith mm-hmm. instead of have faith in God, that he is sovereign, that he does everything perfectly. You're not saying yeah. have faith in a perfect God. You're saying have faith in your faith because if you have enough faith, then you'll get something. Yeah. And it, it's, that's just not the, it's just not the way it works. No, no, it's, it's not. And, you know, just having come through the, the last two years with COVID, um, I think we've, we've probably all heard that repetitive uh, reference back to Psalms 91. Did you did you get a, do, a heavy dose of that over the past couple of years? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do we have to talk? <laughs> well, the, the reason it, I'm bringing so this up. It's so out of context. Yeah, the I reason I bring this up is in my men's group last night, we had this, this the that was our, our chapter of study was Psalms 91. And I kind of had a revelation there based off of yesterday's Bible study, um, the the through-the-year Bible plan that we're on, mm-hmm. because Psalm, Psalm 90 was included along with Numbers chapter 14, I believe. And then here we are in Psalms 91. Well, they don't know exactly who wrote Psalm 91, but they said most people credit it to Moses. They know Moses wrote Psalm 90 because that's the one that, that was connected to Numbers right. 4. So, 14. Uh, yes, 14, sorry. But in in Numbers, or I'm sorry, in Psalm 91, the, the verses uh, that get repeated so often is that uh, verse 10 says, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. That's ten and eleven, and so many times that was that was spoken mm-hmm. that that you're just not going to get COVID. But then people got COVID. So then if you have if you have stressed that to people, and then they got COVID, are they going to cling closer to the Lord? Or are they going to doubt Him? Mm-hmm. And is their faith going to waver? But the 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 little thing that jogged in my head yesterday, and as we'd done the study last night in the men's group, was. Back in Numbers 14, they had sent the spies out. They sent 12 spies out to spy out the land. Well, they came back, and um, the... Oops, I turned the wrong one down, sorry. The, the, the 12 spies came back, and 10 of them gave a bad report. Now, God had promised them this land. So they sent them out. 10 of them came back and said, we can't do it. We need to pack up and go back to Egypt. Okay, so you had Caleb and Joshua. Those two said, yes, we can, not because we're bigger than they are, but they said, but we can do it because God promised this to us. Well, it goes on to tell that the 10 spies that came back that gave the bad report that God killed them with a plague. It says they died by plague before the Lord. But the two that came back, believing 
that in his promise, Caleb and Joshua, they lived. Okay, so if you look at that, and and the Psalm in 90 that Moses wrote during this time, if 91 is credited to Moses and he's saying these things, then these are things that are happening at that moment. You had Caleb and Joshua who believed on the promises of God. They came back and said, they're bigger than us, they're stronger than us, there's more of them than us, their cities are better, every, their weapons are better, but God promised it, so we've got it. Right. But the 10 that came back that said, no, we can't, let's just turn and run, they, they was punished for not believing in the promise of God. So as Moses is writing this, when he, when, and like I said, there's no proof, but it's kind of credited to him. When he says, no evil shall befall you or no plague shall come near your dwelling. He's giving comfort to those people who just saw what happened. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, but oftentimes this is put into a context of if you're believing you're, and you got faith, then you're, you're not, never going to get sick. Yeah, no evil's going to come and you're not going to get sick. But what if God wants to use you in the middle of that sickness? Mm-hmm. Like, like what if he has, he is sovereign over all. He is sovereign over even the broken evilness of this world. Yeah. And he uses that. We know from, from when Jesus healed the blind man, it's not that he was, he, he was blind because this is a broken world. Yeah. Not because exactly. somebody did something wrong. You're talking about and, the one where they and ask he was, who yeah, done something wrong? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jesus said that he was blind so that God could get glory. Like, that mm-hmm. was the whole point of it. Yeah. So he uses the broken, the wrong things, the evil things of this world to bring himself glory, to show his goodness in the middle of all of that badness. Yeah. And you know, when, we, when we take things like that and we say, well, nothing ever is going to happen to me, then we're, we're taking opportunities for him to show his goodness off. Yeah. But we're also we're setting up an opportunity for us to completely lose faith. Yeah. And, 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 and likewise, according to how vocal we've been about it, in a, in a way, make God look bad because mm-hmm. we've told people nothing's going to happen to me because I got faith. And then all of a sudden you get sick or you got the COVID or whatever happens. Yeah. And then it's, there's two, either you didn't have enough faith or God didn't keep his word. When the truth is, we use that out of context. Right. And, and it's almost so, like we look at, at bad things and think that they happen without God's planning. Yeah. Or, like, or that bad things are supposed to happen to bad people and good things are supposed to happen to good people. Yes. And that's not biblical. No, it's not. <laughs> it rains on the just and the unjust. It does. Exactly. Um, but now I was just thinking, we, we know several people who were men and women of God who passed away with COVID mm-hmm. and we can look at that and say, well, God was unfaithful or we can look at it and say that they didn't have enough faith or any of that nonsense. But if we really believe that there is appointed a, a day that everyone is appointed to a day, then it's like, we think COVID was just something outside of God's plan. Like these people no. weren't supposed to die at this appointed time. Mm-hmm. And it just, COVID just came and stole. But if it wasn't COVID and it was God's appointed day for to take them home, then it, he would have just used something else. Yeah. 
Like, and I know it seems unfair because we get attached to people and we want to keep people and it's, and it's hard to let go and it's hard to, to go on without them. But we have to realize that this is, this is whether it's COVID or a car wreck or anything else, there is an appointed, there's an appointed time and God in his sovereignty knows that appointed time and we have, that's what faith is, is trusting him with that appointed time for ourselves and with everyone we know. Exactly. And and that urgency of just knowing that we have an appointed time is that that puts an urgency on what is my faith? Am I living out my faith? Am I sharing my faith? Am I talking and acting like I have faith? Yeah. And am I speaking to others in a way that's going to build their faith for their appointed day, for their appointed time? Because we don't have time to waste. No. No, we don't. And and I'm going I'm going to close us with this, that if you are someone out there who is struggling, um, you know, if you have a family member that's maybe, um, you know, coming to the end of life, uh, or if you're someone who's struggling in a in you know in a different way with, I mean, it could be anything from addictions to depression to physical pain you know body aches whatever it might be if that's you just know just what Elsie just said that that God is in control of each and every bit of it and it doesn't it doesn't mean don't pray go pray go talk to him go and that's that's where our faith is strengthened mm-hmm. at and if and if God chooses to change that then glorify him in that. But if he doesn't, then have faith that that was his plan. And, and that he's going to get more glory out of it yes, that way. Yes, and that's, that's so hard to accept, uh, especially when we're dealing you know, with these horrible circumstances. But knowing that God's plan is greater in that, that what is important is through each thing, each circumstance, that we keep our faith and that we, we never turn and say God's just not who he says he is because he's not answering because his word tells us who he is and that right. that we are in a fallen world and that we all do have that appointed time and that things are not always going to play out the way we want them to but that he is sovereign over all things and he is loving and passion, compassionate and caring and everything that this Bible tells us he is he is and and you can have faith in that there's a there's a song that really that helps me when I'm struggling with with the mindset of why isn't he fixing this stuff for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called "You Get the Glory" by Jonathan Trailer. Yeah, and it just it it's such a song of surrender that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I have to face, no matter what it is, it's such a song of deep surrender that I'm okay with it as long as he's getting glory out of it. And that is a hard, that is a hard place. It really it's is. It's not easy to just to just be there. Mm-hmm. And it and I think it it's doesn't a, make the pain go away. No, it doesn't make it. It doesn't make it feel better. Mm-hmm. But there, there it, because it, and, and it's in a way it adds pain because now you're not you're not only dealing with the the physical things or the emotional things, but now you have that spiritual conviction of. My heart is not surrendered to the level that it should be. And so listen to this song at your own risk. <laughs> but yeah. it, it is just, it is such a heart 
wrenching prayer of surrender that would help me get to the place that no matter what I have to go through, as long as God is getting the glory out of it, then it's going to be okay. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to bring it to a close, and I'm going to close this in a way that I have I don't think I've ever done before, and just asking our listeners to pray, and uh, just knowing you know the journey that you're on right now and what we have shared here today and pray pray for Elsie but also pray for those uh who we're speaking to right now that that don't see a, a way they don't see, they don't understand maybe the gospel they are struggling one way or the other and just pray for them uh for their faith and that they will and those that don't believe will come to believe that Jesus is the Savior and he is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, So I'm going to close with that and keep Jesus center stage in your life.